Hello and welcome everybody to this seventh episode of Trade Talks. I go about as Medici FX and first and foremost I want to apologize for the inconsistency of uploading. I have been busy with some personal things the couple of uh, last weeks. Uh, however, I have been recording podcasts. I just have not been editing them. I've also not been trading lately, but from September onwards, I am going to continue with the recordings with brand new guests. We're going to be discussing a lot of topics, a lot of their journeys. So without a further ado, uh, on this episode, we've got Adriana Forex. Uh, Adriana, a trader from the United States. We've had her on the show before. Uh, in fact, this episode is completely dedicated to the subject of psychology. And we're going to be discussing the psychological aspects, the pitfalls, the, uh, let's say disadvantages and advantages of using psychology. In fact, psychology is the biggest aspect in trading. Hence, it's a really important topic to cover. And we've got some interesting things to tell you about it in this episode. So without a further ado, we're going to jump straight into that live podcast. And I hope you guys enjoy it. See you there. So guys, welcome to this podcast. I've got Adriana here. Thank you for joining once again. Hello, thank you for inviting me. Hi, so how are you? I'm good, thank you. How's everything? Great. I'm uh, I'm also doing well. How is uh, the start of August for you? It's been good. Yeah? It's been good, yes. Okay, that's good to hear. So in this podcast, we actually want to cover more psychological aspects of trading and uh, life. So on that note, we actually want to begin with something like happiness. It's a huge word, in fact, for many people and everybody kind of strive to find it in a sense. And things they do or things they get and everybody, it's kind of a subjective uh, definition for everybody. But, you know, the most thing, the most important thing for me is to understand, like, uh, finding happiness in the things you do and how this links with Forex is like, how do you find the happiness in doing Forex? So and linking to the motivation of um, how do you find motivation to find the happiness in the thing you do. So this might seem a little overwhelming and complicated, but for me personally is I started off Forex. Um, so obviously I want to do this for the money, but the more I do it, uh, the longevity of it, you realize that uh, having a materialistic kind of point is nice, but you won't always be happy doing so, right? And in my case, for example, there were times where I kind of wanted to give up because of uh, not feeling happy, right? I was doing what I want to do and I'm earning the money, but I wasn't feeling happy. How do you do you associate with that, Adriana? Do you have any experience on that yourself? Um, well, kind of when I started, it was the same story. Mm -hmm. I started because of the money, because usually that's why the media sells to you. That is a really great opportunity to make fast money and you can have this extraordinary lifestyle and that's interesting you know because i think till a certain point we all want to be financially free and a lot of people doesn't even enjoy their job cool. but when you really start getting into trading and understanding that this is not just a plan that you have to follow like yes you have to follow some rules but you need to have your mind in place because if your mind um is not calm it's not certain point happy and relaxed you're gonna start t making bad decisions and you don't gonna follow your plan even when you understand your plan the psychology is really important in trading and 
when I started, as I said, I had the same thing that happened to you. I was feeling overwhelmed sometimes because I felt I was doing enough, but I was not seeing the type of results that I wanted to see. And I was studying like a lot, like many, many, many hours a day. And there is a point when you start feeling like, oh, I don't really want to go to the computer because it, start, it starts becoming something that you have to do in some, instead of something that you choose to do, something that you, you want to do because you enjoy it and you're not really focusing in pay attention to the profession because this is a beautiful profession, not just because it gives you freedom, but it's also beautiful because it helps you connect more with yourself. It helps you understand a little bit more of yourself. And I think happiness and finding happiness is in inside yourself. You don't gonna find happiness in external things as you were saying, right? because at the end of the day, those things can come and go all the time. But yeah. the only thing that is always gonna be with you is yourself, your consciousness, the people you love, um, the activities that you enjoy to do with your life, you know, the experiences that you're living, the memories that you have, that's what really counts. And uh, regarding with motivation, I think it's really important for us as trading or as traders. And it doesn't matter if you're starting, if you're like in the middle of the process, or if you are already a trader, is try to keep always remembering that we're doing this because we chose, we chose, you know, right. We choose it. <laughs> yeah. We chose it. Yeah. Yeah. We chose it. So, Yes, and try to enjoy it. Right. I, I agree there, you know. Um, the biggest thing for me is also huge. a lot of hiccups I had on my side, and still to this point I do. I mean, I'm really young still, right? We all, we both are. Um, yeah. And we have, I think we have this pressure in a sense that we kind of try to achieve our goal quick. Uh, yeah. We kind of want to, we kind of try to sprint it instead of run a marathon. And what I'm starting to realize a lot uh, lately is that finding happiness is not in the later. Finding happiness is actually in the now, the now. in the process that you do. So it's not in, for example, you wake up and you go to your screens. Yes, you might be happy to look at the whatever goal you might set out for yourself in 20 years. But if you're not happy in the now doing what you're doing, you won't ever make it to that goal because you won't have the longevity to push yourself to do so. Yes, and oh. it also we have to make it sustainable over time because if I if I'm hating my life for two years in a row, you know, like I don't like what I'm doing, and that's what most of the people does because most of the people work in a job that they don't like, but at least they have the the safety, you know, like okay, I'm gonna get paid. But with trading, you don't have the safety, and you don't even have the like you have to find how you're gonna enjoy of this of this performance, not focusing in in the 10 years from now, 20 years from now, because you're going to get there if you follow the steps that right. you know you have to follow. Right. But us overthinking and is this the right decision? Should I do more? Should I do less? I don't know. Like sometimes that doesn't, that doesn't help. And I think it also goes a lot with intuition. Right. With feeling how we're feeling, feeling our body and really understanding that you know, if sometimes you want to do something different or if you want to take a break from trading or I'm, I'm talking about this short uh, break now. Right. Because you have to keep going, but you kind of have to know how to deal with the happiness situation if you want to 
survive in the long term because it's not an easy profession, you know? Right. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Absolutely. Um, what I want to say of this or the things you just said is, in fact, in Forex, uh, yes, you might want to do it. And in fact, you need to do it in that aspect. What I want to say is that uh, you can't, first of all, you can't treat it as a hobby because it's not. You're not going to make it no. if you treat it as a hobby. That's first of all. But second of all, you need to actually uh, kind of figure out for yourself how much pressure you need to put on yourself to actually perform best. So there's actually a graph, guys, that I'm going to be posting on the podcast right now on the screen. You're going to see it. And in fact, we're going to see on the x-axis the level of pressure, on the y-axis the performance. And if you guys take a look, right, we have the level of pressure between moderate and high and the level of performance between moderate and high. That's actually the optimal performance. And as Adriana introduced this to me, it kind of, well, maybe Adriana, do you maybe want to explain it? Um, sure. Well, according with this chart, this chart helps us understand the level of best performance. As we know, trading is a activity based on performance. If you don't perform well, you don't gonna make money. So sometimes when you when we start with trading, or even if you're trading for a while and you're already consistent, you have to keep yourself in a zone when you are stretching yourself enough to focus in the chart, to analyze the chart, to get as much information as you can. But at the same time, you can't go to the burnout when you're gonna be over trading or looking too much charts, feeling overwhelmed and really don't pay any attention to what's going on in the market because you're too much in your head. And in the other side, you you also don't want to be bored. If you're not taking this serious enough and you're like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna enter here. Oh, I'm just gonna sell here. Oh, I'm just gonna add on here. You're never gonna have a good performance. You have to keep yourself in the optimal level when you're basically are gonna be in the zone. Yeah, I agree there. And I think that in order to perform well, you need to be in that optimal performance zone between that like stretch pressure that there is, you have responsibility. You need to have a responsibility, but you need to also perform not all too high, but somewhere in the middle, right? So you kind of conserve energy for the times you might get into like level of pressure of strain. So you need to always balance it, not to, not to get to the burnout. Cause for example, for me, July, July, July was a hard month and I was more in the strain area because I was really yes. pushing myself to try to make uh, percentages and make positions and positions were all game pl- like they were all according to game plan however in the fact that I used to spend more time on charts and trying to push myself to find things that weren't there is what actually messed me up and yeah. I learned that and I understood that um, yeah, and sometimes when you are in a high level you're gonna start like pushing to find trades yeah because the same thing that happened to you happened to me uh, some time ago that i had like my first big account and mm. i did a bad business with that but whatever i got in that business and i was like, okay i'm going to start trading with this and i started to having like this i started to do great right at the beginning i was like doing super good and i was like okay i got this i'm gonna start increasing position like week by week you know right and when i started doing that i started losing money right. and i was like okay okay i'm even now okay i'm, I'm just gonna keep the, the the positions a little bit higher to kind of recover it you know so you start putting more pressure in yourself right. where you just should follow your strategy as you always been doing it that would be basically the optimal performance 
and that took me that basically I lost some money, probably like 40% of that account wow. just because of doing that. And there is a point where you have to stop yeah, because you have to stop and give it like, you know, look everything in perspective and see like, okay, what I'm doing, because when you are in that moment, when you have all this pressure in your mind, you don't think you're not thinking straight. True. You're going to be on fear or greed, fear and greed. You're going to be going in these two emotions, but you don't going to be like in a place where you're going to see like, okay, this is what's going on. What is the solution? How I'm going to solve this? You know, you don't take that space to really think the situation. I think it's really important also if we get to one of those points to learn when to stop. Right. Yeah, I absolutely agree because as you said, you're not thinking straight. You're thinking irrationally because there's something that you're trying to chase. For example, if you have like 40% lost capital, you're trying to chase that 40% back. And at the moment, obviously, we've all been there. It feels amazing. I mean, not amazing, but it feels really rational to us being like, okay, I'm going to come back and try to win the 40%. But if you take yourself and look yourself through a third eye from above, you'd be yes. thinking to yourself, what are you doing? Because that's the dumbest thing you can actually do right now. Uh, yeah. So absolutely agree there. Quickly on the notion of motivation, there's two, kind of, there's two kinds of motivation, right? Uh, push and pull. So in the push motivation state is basically when you wake up and you're kind of pushing yourself to do something because there is some goal, be it, be it materialistic or something. And in that kind of motivation, yeah, you might kind of survive for a year, maybe half a year, maybe even two years or three years. But at one point, your fire will kind of like go out because you realize that you're pushing yourself and there's no pull. So that's where the pull motivation comes in is that you actually have like a goal but it could be much more than materialistic thing. Like for example, if you're if you're a father and you're trying to raise a family and you just got a job, your pull in the morning to get out of bed and go to work early is to actually sustain your family. And mm -hmm. I think a big problem nowadays is that we all get content with what we do by an older age. We kind of have a pull motivation in their younger years, be it start a family, buy a new car. But as soon as we get those kind of things, we kind of stop cherishing the moments and we don't have the pull anymore. And that's why many people towards their later age kind of die down and kind of die out. What do you think about that? Yes. Um, I think that's, that's true. That's, that's really what's going on because when people start getting older, not everybody, you know, there's no, a lot no. of people that has arrived later on, but most of the times mm -hmm. it's because or maybe they say no to their dreams. Right. But we have to understand that life is divided like in sections, you know, like when you're a kid and you're learning, then you go when you're a teenager and you're having friends, then 20 to 30s, you're supposed to be partying, having fun. 30 to 40s, you're supposed to have, you know, get married, get a house. That's kind of how it is. Yeah, society's and, norms. Yes, that's basically how we're conditioned. And sometimes that might be a problem too, because we are always surrounded by viruses, you know, yeah. by negativity, by yeah. people telling us, oh, you're not able to do this. So I did that and that didn't work for me just because the same thing is going to happen to you. So when we start getting older or when we start reinforcing these beliefs in our head, it's going to be way harder for us to keep ourselves positive and keep ourselves like seeing ourselves from a higher self. 
as you, as you say, you know, yeah. uh, from a, a power, something that is making you feel empowered, something that is making you feel that you're capable of doing it. Because basically, we are we don't have limits of anything. The limits that we have, we put in our minds. Absolutely so, agree there. I feel that we, in some way, we are shaped. Even me, everybody is shaped in so in some way to have uh, insecurities and stuff like that. So when we feel down. We need some type of motivation to help us overcome that and say, like, okay, I'm going to push myself today. I'm going to do it. I'm going to trade today. It's going to be a good day. But what happens when, when you keep having bad day after bad day after loss after loss? There's going to be a point when you're going to be like, no, this is not for me. My friend was right. Yeah. This thing is a scam. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Work, you know? Exactly. But and, quickly want to add on to this before you continue. Sorry. You guys might think that, for example, uh, something's not going to work out. That's going to be immediately. But no, what I actually can say from experience is that, I've, for example, if I've been trading the first year I traded, it went okay. But then the whole second year for me was terrible. And the whole year, basically, I was trying to, and I had a lot of motivation. I still have a lot of motivation to trade. But that whole year, you kind of just had to pull yourself out and continue doing the same thing. So it's not that... That moment can be like a week or two. No, you can literally be having a downfall for a good year or two or yes. three. So, yes. sorry to uh, yeah. cut no, you through. Okay. <laughs> and and sometimes when we have irrealistic expectations too, if you have you have to have realistic expectations, as you were saying, not focusing on material stuff, but more in a purpose, like having your family together, help your family, or having freedom of time having financial freedom, but not too much focus on the luxuries, but focusing on the freedom because freedom is not something tangible. It's something that you actually gonna live. And neither and is time. Keep, yes. Keep remembering that it's just gonna be a process and that you have to go through it because you don't see the, the improvement from one day to another. You don't no. see the improvement from one week to another. No. Sometimes not even from one month to another. And sometimes and from a year thinking, to another. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And sometimes you might be thinking like, there is something I'm not doing right. Yeah. I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. I'm still in the same place. I, you know, sometimes you're in the worst place, you know? Yeah. And you have to learn how to pull yourself from that, um, having your purpose in mind. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's a lot of motivation and having your purpose in your head all the time is really important because first of all, you're visualizing it. Mm -hmm. So in some way, you're going to bring it to your life because you start, you're going to start seeing opportunities based on your beliefs. And also it's going to push you to keep doing it till you become consistent. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, touching upon one of the things we both said, the immaterialism in the sense that it's really common to if you listen to like older people and especially older people or maybe some that are like not even that old they'll, they'll tell you i wish i had more time with him or i wish yes. i had more time with that and it's a really reoccurring topic that in our younger years let's say we're 20 25 maybe 30 we're all trying to get that new bmw we're all trying to get that new house but once we turn like 60 or 50 it's or even yeah. 70 80 the reoccurring topic becomes, oh, I wish I spent more time with my sister, you know, or I wish mm -hmm. I went on vacation with my brother. Yes, And if you realize that at a young age, if you realize that, at, for example, 20 and you really work on that, I think you're going to get you're going to be, first of all, much happier because you're going to live in the now and you're actually going to spend your valuable time 
uh, well, but you'll also reach your materialistic goal because I mean, everything is energy. So you can't, you could chase your materialistic goal, but you always have to understand that time and you, you can't, for example, how would I formulate this? You can't um, not give your time to people just because you have a materialistic goal because yes. everyone is going to go at one point and the house or the car, it will stay. And at the end of the day, it's our collection of friendships and bonds over the years that we're going to mostly remember, right? Yeah. Of, of course, you you might remember your car or anything, but I'm pretty sure that when you're on your deathbed, right, you're going to care more about how you bonded with your people or were your friends actually happy yeah. with who you are. I think that. I, I actually feel really related with that because as I was saying probably in the previous um podcast if you haven't listened to go check it out <laughs> yeah um I, I moved from my country where my mom is at, and i'm really close to my family but most of everything to my mom like she was like i talk to her every day she's like my best friend she she does everything and i can't talk to her all the time when i first moved here it was a little bit hard because when i was in colombia i was living in another city because i was going to the university but you know it was easy to go to visit my parents every weekend, every two weekends, you know, but now when you move to another country and you're in another total different environment and you know, you have to work there, you know, you have to basically stay there at least a year because now you're not a kid no more. And now you have to be independent and responsible and all that. Yeah. I was keeping in mind like, okay, it's great. You know, I'm going to be really successful and I, I know I'm going to, you know, be wealthy and all this, but at the same time, it's like, is this really, really, really the right decision? Right. Because yes, I can be here and whatever, but the time keeps moving for them mm -hmm. too, you know? And yeah. probably the time that I'm spending doing something for making money and then go traveling with them, right. I could spend it with them yeah. because there is no way that I can go and pay God to give my mom like gave me giving my mom back for another five years you know right. it's, there's no way to do that so i think having priorities is important and actually that's one of the reasons that i i want to travel back you know at least stay there for six months and go somewhere else and stuff like that because i like to travel but i think i'm in a point when i see myself more with uh, the people that I love more right. instead of focusing that much on the money because you know also we have the internet so you know I can work from over there but I think having a priority for the relationships that you have and the love that you receive is is more important because it's not something that you can buy absolutely agree there and what you just said is a perfect example of pool motivation like you you make your money right where you live right now in the United States but Yet again, you can use that money to take your parents, your mom and your brothers or wherever to go travel with you so you can spend that time. So yes. that's that well balanced kind of thing. Not only that you're going to go buy a car and then drive alone and then be, look, mom, I bought it. And <laughs> being depressed. Right. Yeah. Because you want to cherish in the it. Garage. <laughs> exactly. Because you're not cherishing the moments with the people that you actually love. Yes. And uh, at the end of the day, that will hit you, be it now or be it in 50, 60 years. Um, yes, and, and I think another thing is when you start making money um, there is a point when you're going to get bored, you know, you're going to have some time, some extra time. Like I, I had a time when I was basically done doing, like I was done doing nothing. I was like being in the pool all day and going back to sleep and stuff like that, you know, right. and it gets depressing because yeah. it's like, 
you know, I did I really didn't have my family or too much people around me. So it was like, right. It, it doesn't become too fun. So I think relationships is, is really important. Like with your, with your partner or having a good partner, like a good relationship, a good, you know, like boyfriend, girlfriend yeah. or wife, or it is really important. Find somebody that has the same goals and you and have, you can share that energy because that's going to push you more, you know, taking care of those good relationships that are making you a better person. Absolutely. Cause you know, we are energy. Everyone is energy and everything in this world is energy. So when you do have relationships and those bonds are strong, you're first of all, you're going to be happier. And second of all, you're going to excel in the things you do. Yes. Right. Uh, Exactly. Yeah. I have a, quote to actually sum up everything we just talked about by uh, Lao Tzu. It's actually a Chinese philosopher from uh, way back. Uh, He said that if you're depressed, you're living in the past. If you're anxious, you're living in the future. And if you're living at peace, you're living in the present. That's a nice quote. I I heard it before. It's really profound. (laughs) Right, exactly. You know, and it really sums up nicely where we just put everything, said everything in a nutshell. In terms of losing motivation as well, let's say people do lose motivation. How would you recommend people getting out of their shipwreck? Um, Well, I think the first thing is to remind why you're doing everything. Right. You know, remind yourself like, okay, I'm doing this because of this thing, because I want to spend more time, whatever, to have a purpose. And another thing is sometimes we take everything too serious. I agree. Sometimes we feel that the world is going to end if we don't make this thing in the next three months. You know? True. And it's, it's not really like that. Like Life is going to continue and moments and opportunities are going to keep flowing. People is going to keep coming and leaving. Like world, The world is in constant change. And sometimes when we are focusing something and overthinking something, because usually when you're depressed is because you're overthinking something that is generating you or depression, as you say, thinking in the past or anxiety because you're thinking in the future. So it's kind of going back to the middle and don't go to the extremes. Right. You know? If you feel that you're being depressed and you feel bad because you didn't do something five years ago and you feel that, you don't have, you lost all this time, you know, kind of try to change your mindset because you thinking about that, all you're doing is just bringing that back. To Absolutely. The and yeah. you're going to keep having the same results, you know, because you're going to be so froze by thinking in that and afraid because of what happened before that you cannot, you're going to be re- having the same results in the present. Right. And the same thing with anxiety. If you're thinking too much in the future, and that was personally the problem that I had the most, because I used to, as I was telling you, you know, I'm, I've am i been always doing everything fast and getting my college and coming here and learning English. And no now wonder trading, you're a scalper. So... Yes, I'm a scalper too. <laughs> it fits your personality. Yes, it fits perfectly. So the fact that I was doing that, it was generating me anxiety and something that I started doing instead of, because when you have anxiety is because you want to do many things yep. in the same day or in the same hour. And you feel that the time is not enough. So I started doing the opposite. I started doing everything slower. Right. So it was really, it was driving me crazy at the beginning because it was like, okay, I'm going to do these five things in the next morning, in this morning, let's say. And I was like, no, I'm just going to do three. And I'm going to do it slow 
and I'm gonna take my time and I'm gonna go for a walk. So it felt weird because that's not what I supposed to do. But then it started showing me like, it was not a big deal, you know? There's nothing going on. The world is not ending. Like I can take my time because it's about going at your own pace. So you're basically no, reprogramming yourself. yourself. Yes, I, I trick myself a little bit. Right? Yeah, no, I understand. Actually, this links back to a really interesting book uh, for you guys out there. Also for you, Adriana, if you ever heard of it, it's called Becoming Supernatural uh, by Dr. Joe Dispenza. So I'll leave a link in the description, obviously, for you guys to check it out. It's about basically how you reprogram your mind in doing the things you want to do and how to change your DNA and uh, your biological and chemical kind of uh synapses and sequences to actually achieve the things you want to do but by changing up your habits and by changing up your kind of mind using neuroplasticity and neuroplasticity awesome. is actually what we have as kids that's how we actually learn the quickest like languages and in fact everything we learn as kids until like seven but then as we grow older it becomes we're still neuroplastic right obviously but it becomes harder to relearn stuff so what you just said is you're actually you're using your neuroplasticity to reprogram yourself. So that's what the book is actually about. Definitely check it out if you're that's, interested. That's really interesting. Like just thinking about that, it makes you think how much garbage we put in our brains when yeah. we are young, you know, because like we're still young. And even if, if you are probably in your forties or whatever, if the time passes, you're gonna lose that ability a little bit. And yep. right now, you know, all these kids, 15, 18 years, 12 years, whatever. They're just absorbing all this crap in social media. Absolutely. So it's like you're using the, your best years to learn for this. Yeah, that's the point of social media. So everybody kind of gets hooked yes. to it in a sense. You know, not for everybody. Some people profit, profit off of it, excuse me. Um, two things that actually one thing from your last podcast gratitude right i thought about this and uh, i'm actually i have a journal myself now uh, which every morning as well I write down things which i'm grateful for uh i'll tell you guys that as soon as you become grateful for the smallest things uh be it that you can wake up be it that you can get some water you really start understanding the power of kind of now that you you are yeah you, you're like happy you should be happy because you have been given this chance to actually wake up and do the things you're gonna do because sadly enough, there's a lot of people in this world that don't have this opportunity. And even those who yes. were also really fortunate enough to be streaming this, for example, podcast. And for those who are listening to be, you know, to be fortunate enough to listen, because how many people out there don't have proper Internet and don't have the formal education to find these kind of things? Yes. So gratitude I, is I huge. Also, I also think it's because, you know, we were born in this era when everything's given to us. Yeah. We didn't leave the, the the ages when we had to go and walk miles and miles just for a little bit of water. Right. So we don't really appreciate what we have because we didn't work for it because it was gave it to us. Yeah. And I think gratitude is a is a big one because it's gonna make you happy. Yeah. It's gonna make you realize that you you don't need nothing. That yeah. you're good. That you everything is being always good. Exactly. You're alive, so yes. You're alive, you got a roof over your head. You know, if people are, uh, obviously you can be sad, but let's say you lose a, lose a trade. You're not supposed to be killing yourself over it, right? You know, you're still yes. alive. Tomorrow, new opportunity, maybe in a couple of hours, new opportunity, don't stress it, right? Because stressing is obviously gonna 
become worse and yes. that's also chemicals you know and uh, that's how diseases are formed but that's yes, another conversation I, I remember i had i had a moment when i was feeling like that when i was you know learning a little bit better and i was losing trace and that thing used to mess my whole day like i didn't want nobody to talk to me oh, wow. <laughs> because i was just thinking about that loss and i was and then i was thinking then i got more mad but i got <laughs> mad with more and with myself right. because i was like why am i letting a piece of paper to control my day exactly because that's the day that you're never gonna recover yeah and you're you're just focusing in a thing that doesn't even exist because it's paper you know it's an illusion the only the only thing that is real is here and now so I, if I remember I was really mad, <laughs> but that helped me because I started focusing like I can't let this control me like that because sometimes we let the money control our mindset and how we feel about our, about ourselves Absolutely. without re really realizing that it's not that important. Oh, money as well, but also things in the day. I have a really cheesy analogy for everyone right here, so be ready for this. But essentially, I read this on Instagram once. So imagine you have $86,400 in your bank account, which you can spend a day. Well, essentially, uh, and imagine, for example, a hundred or $500 falls out. Like, would you care, Adriana? Probably not. Right. And let's say, and no, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't either. And then we'll just carry on and we still have that money. Well, if you tie this back to time, we actually have 86,400 seconds in a day. So if 500 seconds or if a thousand seconds or 10,000 seconds are bad seconds, that doesn't mean the other 76,000 seconds are going to be bad. And if we realize that, you know, it's cheesy, but it's true because, you know, no, it's, it's really interesting. <laughs> right? you can't, you can't let a small part of your day dictate it, but essentially because people probably would understand it better with the money aspect. That's why I kind of put it in like that Yeah. because it talks better, I think towards us. So that's also a principle to live by in a sense, that's I reckon. Um, and one last thing to add on to the whole depress uh, depression, if you're like losing motivation. <laughs> one more thing that um, scheduling is by far the best thing you can do, right? If you schedule out your whole day, you kind of, you don't have time to overthink. You don't have time to do anything. You just have your schedule and you follow it. Would you agree? Yes. And... Sometimes you don't have the schedule just to be working all day, but you can have your schedule yeah. for yourself. Yeah, so absolutely. I'm going to take three hours to go paint this afternoon and that's time for me and that's good, you know? Yeah. But when we're starting to learn how to trade or we're in this process, most of the time people give up because or they don't have motivation or because they don't have enough time. Right. And sometimes, yes, we have work, some people have kids, uh, some people has to be traveling and doing things here and there. And you're going to bring excuses to don't do your work when right. it comes to trading. Yeah, You're going to start procrastinating probably because you're tired, because whatever. But then, you know, you have to keep remembering your, your purpose. Um, I also send you a, a picture that I guess you're going to be. Yes, yeah, so we'll right put now. it on the screen right now. Okay, so this was given by Tony Robbins. He talks about this and how to prioritize your time because it's not about doing too many stuffs, but really focusing in what is really important and because that's what is going to end up giving you 
the most amount of fulfillment and success. Yeah. So the first one is called the distraction zone when basically it's not urgent and it's not important. Right. Like, you know, be scrolling in Facebook, Instagram, be watching YouTube videos of something that doesn't have nothing to do with what you're into it, you know, like yeah, animals and stuff like that. <laughs> you know? Well, unless you like animals, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I used to watch a lot of puppies in Instagram. Yeah, okay, <laughs> but that's a animals. distraction. <laughs> yes, it's a distraction. So um, that's something that you have to understand that it doesn't going to take you nowhere. Basically, that's time that is going in a black hole yeah. forever, you know? The second one is the delusion when it's urgent, but it's not important. And this is something that it can be a little bit tricky because important and urgent sounds like the same but important is what's going to give you the results in the long term when it's going to give you a base and solid uh, result you know urgent things can be like you know phone calls i have to talk to my family or i have to go walk the dogs or answer some emails stuff like that that is urgent but you have to first focus the first parts of the day in doing what is important but is not urgent because also, we have a capability in our mind and we don't going to be making good decisions all day long. You know, you have to try to focus the best times for you, for your mind, for your decision making to the things that are really important. So going back to the delusion, uh, that can be like things like that. And this is basically a waste of time because it's going to generate you stress because most of the times because you're procrastinating. And if you don't manage them, they're going to take a big part of your time. Right. The other one is the demand zone when it's ir ur urgent and it's important, you know, like a car accident or something dramatic that just happened and you have to attend, you know, that's something, something that is going to be eventually, but of course it's, it's a priority if, if it happens. Right. Right. And the other one is the zone when it's important and it's not urgent. Right. So what is important and not urgent? My success and my consistent in trading is important, but it's not it's not something urgent that I have to do today. You know, it's something important. Right. I don't have to look for the result of today, but more in the long term. And it's another thing could it be probably like doing exercise. You know, you don't gonna have the result next week, but it's about building your health and this is gonna last you years. Yeah. So I think prioritizing your time is really important. And at the beginning, probably you might start with a part-time job and part-time trading or something like that. If you don't, you know, if you can't just quit your job and pay for everything, if you don't have enough savings, that's how most of the people does it. That I don't think there's nothing wrong with that because that's going to take pressure out of your shoulders and you're going to succeed in a better way with trading too. Yeah. Well, quickly add on to that is that a huge illusion is that many have is that once they start trading, they're going to make it. In fact, actually most, how most people make it in trading is by doing a side job to get an income to build their portfolio. Mm -hmm. And then they use that income to actually trade the money. So they're going to be doing two things at the same time until the income from the trading portfolio is going to out outweigh or become bigger than. Yes the salary and that's only when you can make that switch you know that's also another interesting topic to talk about yes in a yes, further that's, podcast that's really interesting so yes the, the other zone is the important but not urgent zone those are things that are aligned with your purpose in life 
right. to be more healthy, be more happy, to travel with my family, whatever. And they say that the most successful people or the more happy people in the world is between the 50% and 70% of the time in the zone. Oh, wow. Which means you should be focused most of your day in the zone. Okay. And it's not just about working, but it's also about doing things that are fulfilling your soul, like right. dancing, like listening to music, like, I don't know, things that are, are fulfilling your life. Because as we were talking, time doesn't, you can't recover time. Right. Yeah. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that kind of sums up the whole image. I don't really have a much to say in that you kind of really nicely covered it up for everybody on that note i mean we talked about a lot of things for you guys to take in i was pretty satisfied with what you covered do you maybe have anything else you want to add on top or um well i would like just to keep encouraging people uh, i know this is not a fast easy road and that's that's entrepreneurship you know that's not just with trading but with everything and as long as we keep moving forward and believing, having faith in ourselves and having faith that everything is going to be okay, if we do our part, everything is going to be okay. Exactly. As long as we don't give up and continue doing it. Yes. Well, yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Uh, this was more psychology oriented, as you guys uh, might have understood from the conversation um we are going to be dropping another podcast in several weeks regarding more technical and forex aspects so stay tuned for that and stay tuned for more podcasts in general uh once again thank you very much for joining thank you very much for inviting me i enjoyed it right yeah same so uh on this note take care guys and uh see you next time <laughs>